Now, it's time for NFL Network reporter Ian Rappaport. It's the Rap Sheet on the NFL on TuneIn. Ian, as always, we appreciate the time. Let's start with Andrew Luck, who gave the media some particulars about his shoulder procedure. What did we learn today? Uh, we learned that he had a posterior labrum repair, which was something we did not know. Those can sometimes take a little bit longer than uh, another kind of shoulder surgery. That was certainly interesting. And, um, you know, they spend so much time talking about there's no timetable, there's no timetable. Luck today said, well, yeah, there are specific goals with dates that we'd like to hit. We hit all of those. And he also said there are no setbacks, which is interesting because, you know, they had sort of hoped that he would be ready for the start of the regular season. And now it seems like he's probably looking at week seven, maybe, or week eight rather than week five or six to be on the field. You know, they had hoped week six doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So maybe it's week seven, but, you know, Andrew Luck practiced today. That is a big deal. Uh, It's a big deal. It doesn't mean he's ready. It doesn't mean he's going to play this week. He's not, but it is a very good sign that he was at least out on the field. When you don't have your marquee player on a team, uh, how does that make whether it be the trainers or the head coaches look when it comes down to the time in which he had to have this surgery? You thought it was enough time and end up not being and almost potentially costing his team the season to have an opportunity to compete within their division to, to maybe get back to a postseason. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing with, with this particular injury. You know, we have media have spent a lot of time on it, as we should, because it is the kind of thing that dramatically and drastically alters a season. I mean, first of all, they traded away a former first-round pick to get a quarterback who was merely competent enough to be behind center. So that's one dramatic change. You know, I don't know if uh, Philip Dorsett would be contributing there or not, but they traded away a first-rounder to get a quarterback because Luck can't go. I think that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, Chuck Pagano is in a very serious, real season. Uh, he's having to fight for his job without Luck being out there. I mean, that's that's a big deal as well. And, um, you know, then the other part of it is, why didn't he have surgery, you know, as soon as the season was over for um for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, maybe he would have been ready now. Uh, they thought he didn't need it. Turns out they thought he did. Now, obviously, surgery was the right call, but, you know, there were a lot of decisions made and a lot of lives and jobs riding on this one shoulder for Andrew Luck, uh, and it's, you know, probably not going to be out in the field until probably week seven at least. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Ian, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area today and using the unscientific analysis of Sports Talk Radio. Raider fans are losing their minds that Derek Carr has gone down with a back injury, but based on conversations you're having, how much internal confidence do the Raiders have that E.J. Manuel can at least hold things together? They do have some confidence. Well, two things about it. First of all, they do think it's going to be a one-week situation, um, for Derek Carr. We'll see. You know, everyone's different, but Cam Newton, Tony Romo, both had the exact same injury, both missed just one week. So at least there's some confidence there that it's going to be just a week and that's it. The other thing is, you know, they they have Connor Cook. They draft him to be the backup quarterback, and E.J. Manuel came in this year and beat him out, Um, which is not a great sign for Connor Cook, but he's not the one playing. You know, it's E.J. Manuel this week. He's a first-round talent, drafted in the first round. Um, and at the least they think he can go out and execute a game plan. You know, he's not going to be as good as Derek Carr, but he's probably going to have Michael Crabtree out there, and, you know, we'll see what difference it makes. Um, If they can hang tough and hang in there and win, 
then this will be a team in good shape. Otherwise, you know, they'll be under 500 and behind the eight ball a little bit. And when you think about the Dallas Cowboys, this was a team that I think most may have said uh, they were going to come this come in this season with the mindset that they're going to try to make a bigger push uh, to do something special because it's pretty much the same guys coming back. But Dak Prescott and, and, and Des Bryant look like they've struggled trying to connect. Uh, have you heard anything of what's the problem or if this continues, what can happen to this offense if they don't actually end up getting their stuff together, become one of the marquee connections in the game? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would say Dak has played fine. Um, you know, maybe Zeke had a little bit of a slower start and they played some good defenses and whatever. But I think Dez is an interesting question. You know, he's been targeted a lot. He's, I think, catching 40% of the balls he's been targeted on. That's really bad. Um, and, you know, this is a guy who's supposed to be one of your best players. And, you know, it's really not gathering the intention that I think it probably should. Um, but your best player's got to be the guys performing out there on Sunday. And at this point, Des Bryant is not. Uh, he's definitely got to get better. And let's wrap it up in Tennessee since the Titans have added Brandon Whedon as the backup potentially behind Matt Castle. How concerned are the Titans about Marcus Mariotti's, Mariota's hamstring injury heading into the game against Miami? They are definitely cautious. He practiced today but didn't do very much at all. Um, it sounds like they're going to make sure he's out of harm's way, which you know sometimes can mean it's going to be the backup quarterback out there. Um, I don't think it's a long-term injury. I think he's got a chance to play Sunday. But, you know, maybe it's a situation where you see the backup for one week and then when Mariota returns, he's full strength. Ian, great information as always. We appreciate the time, and we'll chat with you on Sunday on NFL First and Goal. All right. Sounds good. Look forward to it. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.